Hello, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Wise. As always, I'm your host Jacob with my co-host Ariel. How you doing? Doing today, guys? Good. Yeah, doing pretty well. How about you? I'm great. So, um, to start this off, we wanted to talk about what it's like to live with people who do podcasts. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of explore the the tremendous work that us wives put in to these podcasts behind the scenes. So most of the time what I do while my husband is at his podcast is I just go to band. I ask them to do their podcasting nights on Tuesday nights while I'm doing band. So I had something to do. What about you, Jacob? Well, it depends when my wife is doing the podcast. Um, yes, folks, that's right. I'm actually a podcast husband. Um, I usually uh, go to night class or uh, play video games. So it works out. And that keeps you pretty entertained. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's um, school is very, very enlightening. And then the video games are also uh, pretty stimulating. Yeah, I've actually learned a lot from video games sometimes. Like the correct way to pronounce uh, maternity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In yeah. The Sims 2 or something like that. I learned about maternity clothing for the, ah, for the wives yeah. when they're pregnant. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Dad, what's maternity? And he said, honey, it's maternity. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like 12 then. So give me some credit, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this was last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a 13-year-old wife. <laughs> I actually I learned how to say the word rendezvous from uh, Medal of Honor. One of the first Metal cool. Honor games, yeah. How yeah. did you think it was said before? I didn't know. Didn't? I, I read the word, and I just like didn't even try. <laughs> okay, yeah, because it is French, so. Yeah, and I, you French know, words can be. I'm not, yeah, I'm not French, so. I can speak a little bit of French. Okay. So. Huh. Are, we, are we done? Can we quit? April Fool's. You thought it was a different show, didn't you? I bet you checked your phone a couple times. I huh? thought it was our spinoff show, Podcast <laughs> Wives, starring Jacob and Ariel. Yeah, let's give them a hand for our great yeah. April Fool's show. Yeah. Jacob being Good my job. husband. And Ariel being my girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sherlock. The cat could not make it my significant other. I know, he was bummed. <laughs> we got Jacob and Ariel to give us a little opening for our April Fool's briefcase. Yeah. Ta-da. A little Yay. entertainment for you guys. Yeah. And uh, so for this this briefcase, we thought we'd talk about some fools. Yeah. Because really, there aren't, there aren't a whole lot of movies or shows that are based on april fools no No. not really there are like there are various episodes of tv shows yeah i remember uh the show victorious had an april fools episode Mm. i used to watch that show Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, it was a funny one spongebob had one but yeah uh we we thought maybe we would talk a little bit about some of these clowns you know we were talking a little bit before the episode and uh i found out i didn't really know this about you guys but i found out that marcy and adam actually don't have a lot of clown knowledge (laughs) no and, and it's, it's lacking. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you guys are probably it's below bar. Yeah, that's probably you know you've got the average amount of clown knowledge. I think mm-hmm. for <laughs> the general population, and it's not usually very popular to know a lot about clowns. My dad is a clown though, so I know about clowns. I grew up watching clowns. My dining room was filled with clown figurines. I I can you know. <laughs> 
definitely say that that is true. Not not <laughs> creepy ones though. No, they're so, so they're don't get the wrong awesome. ideas. Yeah, <laughs> because I because I grew up in the clown culture, the clown <laughs> the clowner culture, um, <laughs> the center clown. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought maybe we you know what are some clowns that you guys like that you've seen. Um, I know a lot of people will immediately jump to like scary stuff. Google you know, definitely. Google does this. definitely is biased towards. <laughs> you scary put in clowns. clowns, and it's it's immediately skip whatever scary Pennywise, movies Pennywise, they can Pennywise. find. Like, yeah, even everywhere. I put I even put I put nice clowns, <laughs> and it still only came up with all the scary ones like Killjoy and stuff. These, and I'm like, what? These not these are some nice and scary clowns. <laughs> nice and scary. Um, but anyways. One that I uh, remember from a long time ago, I didn't watch it too much when I was younger, but do you guys remember JoJo Circus? Oh. It was on Nick Jr., I mm-hmm. think, and it was a claymation cartoon where JoJo was the... She was a clown, and yeah, her best friend was like this lion that I've forgotten the name of. That one jumped to mind. It was like a really nice clown where they tried to make it kid-friendly, you know, very kid-friendly because it was on Nick Jr. It's like, no, clowns aren't scary if you do them right, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, probably, <coughs> probably. Yeah, sorry. come on. You're I'm sorry. T- taking up some of my time. <coughs> <laughs> I don't talk very often. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoops. No. <laughs> no, probably one of the earliest shows that I watched that, like, centered around, like, clowns was The Big Comfy Couch. Uh, and it had, yeah, yeah, the character of Lunette and her doll Molly um, and Major Bedhead. And they all had, like, the typical, <laughs> you know, red nose and the crazy hair. And, like, they didn't really play up the clown aspect too much. I think they would play, you know, do, like, a honking yeah. of a, you know, nose or horn or something every once in a while. But they were just kind of clowns living their lives. I guess. I, I seem to remember. I was um, living your lives. <laughs> and we watched it, you know? They had a neighborhood. I remember them, you know, having mailboxes and run. I don't know. Could you could you imagine a day in their shoes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I seem to recall um, watching a lot of uh, old VHS tapes of like, do you guys remember like We Sing? Like where oh. they'd have those like We Sing Along stuff? Yeah. And, um,. I remember the previews to that VHS had some uh, big comfy couch stuff on it because yeah. it was shown. I'd watch that VHS <laughs> over and over and Aww. over, and I'd yeah. see just the preview for it. Yeah. You know, the same couple of clips, um, oh, like yeah. with bananas and pajamas, yeah, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. You know, do you remember if that preview had where she does like the stretches? Like, there's this rug <laughs> that has the watch face on it basically and like she stretches and oh. uses her arms to like stretch to you know maybe. 12 o'clock or whatever maybe that sounds no? super familiar okay. yeah. yeah that was like one of my favorite oh, parts man. i'm like oh look at she's stretching but like <laughs> I gotta it go. looks like she's crazy. i'm yeah. so happy to hear that you guys had uh, <laughs> had a positive experience with clowns as children yeah i i yeah. never i there were some things that were meant to look creepy but even as mm-hmm. a young kid up to now it, if it looks even a little scary i'm out so, <laughs> so i never like i would the only experience with a creepy clown that i've ever had is like the box art for a movie or something like that or, yeah. a, or an image for their advertising it or a, a trailer or something right. i'd never go further than that so mm-hmm. so yeah my my clown experience is pretty positive 
Yeah. You know, when my dad was a kid, Flippo the Clown was an Ohio icon. So he was somebody that, you know, kids were watching on TV every Saturday morning. Because in the 1960s, clowns were not scary like they are now. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. kids were still afraid of them in the 60s, but they weren't used as a focus point in scary things. Mm-hmm. It, it is a real phobia. There are people who are absolutely terrified of clowns and and it is nothing to do with what they've seen or known of before mm-hmm. i have encountered two-year-olds that I'm, i mean I'm, it's not like someone told that yeah. two-year-old hey you need to be afraid of clowns True. you know <laughs> i mean just like there i know that there's kids that are just afraid of mascots in general yeah. they don't mm-hmm. like the big things that they wear because they're yeah. so huge and they look so different right. and it's and that's something too that uh clowns some clowns do now especially like mm-hmm. my dad and Others, they modify their makeup so it doesn't cover their face completely because a lot of people think white face is scary. The idea of the Mm. whole face being Uh white or, I mean, which is, you know, I I totally see that. I can see like certain types. uh, The giant red mouth is pretty scary to some people. Yeah, I was going to say years ago we discussed the way the mouth is drawn because you mentioned how, um, depending on how it's drawn, how it can either be scary or it can look friendly. Yeah. And you said that clowns that want to look friendly never do it a certain way. Yeah. Is it the red? It's like the giant red smile that completely covers the lips is usually not done as often now. Mm -hmm. It's like it used to be, it looks like a giant red gaping hole in the middle of their face. (laughs) I mean, it it kind of does, especially if you're a child. something to eat you up. Right. Yeah. Um, Have and, this burger. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Ronald McDonald, though, it, it lo- works a lot better than it does with some other clowns. There are some that are so wide and so big, and, and that is a source of fear, you know, f- for a lot of kids when they see clowns. They're like, oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that thing's going to eat me. And I, I kind of, I don't blame them. You know, it's not it's not necessarily like the mean things people say about clowns that mm-hmm. turns children off. That's usually like an adult, more of an adult thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, like my dad and Uncle Steve, I'm sorry, Uncle Steve is my dad's clown partner. <laughs> That's a sentence not a lot of people say. <laughs> uh, you know, Steve is a happy clown, dad is a sad clown. And uh, I wore, I was a sad clown, but I wore very little makeup and... A woman came up to me and she said, my two-year-old is deathly afraid of clowns, but I was hoping that you wouldn't scare him because I I really wanted, you know, and I said, okay. She was like, yeah, so how about you come over here and meet him because I want to see if that would work because since you're obviously a little kid Mm -hmm. and obviously because you don't have a lot of makeup on. I was eight, guys, Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget this. Like, I walked around the corner and I saw the happiest child I've ever seen in my life. He was like laughing and smiling and then he saw me. Aww. And I've never seen such a colossal breakdown. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, it was like, it was, you know, so yeah, some people, it is a real phobia. It's not, nothing to laugh at. It's not. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> no joke. Hey, you got one. Oh, you're right. I um, my clown culture joke though. Nice. That's yeah. A1 sauce right there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated sauce. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyway, we watched a lot of clown things when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. We watched The Clown and the Kids. Uh, It was a movie from the 60s starring Emmett Kelly. Emmett Kelly was an incredibly famous sad clown or hobo clown. Mm -hmm. Uh, A hobo clown is like somebody who wears a sad face, dresses in rags. And that's what my dad does as a clown. 
Emmett Kelly was so famous that he was the Dodgers mascot for a mm-hmm. year. And there's a very <sighs> famous picture of him when um, the big top caught on fire. Yeah. And he was carrying a bucket of water to try to help put it out. Yeah, because he happened to be getting water for the elephants. Mm-hmm. At that moment, and when he turned around and saw the fire, you know, he didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And it, it is—it was a photo that really encapsulated you know, this moment of desperation, you know, where mm-hmm. it was just like there was nothing he could do. That that was a big moment. I can't remember what year that happened, but yeah, I, can't I think either, it was known but... as the day the clowns cried. Yeah. So a couple of things that we watched, like I said, the the clown, and the kids was a big one. <laughs> um, there we watched a Dick Van Dyke nineteen eighties television special where he went to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus <laughs> College where people can go. People, I mean, back in the day they could go. Obviously, the circus is not around anymore. They used to be able to go and train to be clowns. And uh, so it's actually on YouTube, everybody. It's an hour long. And it's if you're interested in clowns, which you might not be. uh, (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) uh, You know, that's something really, that's really fun to watch. It ends with a big, big old pie fight. They show you all the clowns getting out of the car. That was a big part of it when I was a kid, you know. There was also Patch Adams was pretty big, which was based on an actual guy who brought joy to children and and people who were sick and everything at the at a hospital so that was really cool that robin williams was able to bring that story to life yeah there there were a lot of clowns when i was a kid my dad would point them out and he would say oh robin that's a clown without makeup robin williams was definitely a, a symbol of somebody that you know, my dad at least yeah. considered him to be mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. You know, incredibly animated. He didn't. He didn't have makeup because he didn't need it. No. You know, there are other mm-hmm. clowns that were really famous. There's Red Skelton, who starred in a lot of films. Then you've got Frosty Little. He was a really big clown. My dad actually met him once, and that was a really. He, That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, was so he was so starstruck uh, meeting Frosty Little. But and I think the most famous clown. At one point in time that I knew of growing up, when I was told, like, this is this is the clown, was Lou Jacobs. Mm. And that might not be a name that you guys recognize. Do you guys you recognize the name Lou Jacobs? It sounds like a baseball player. He yeah. does, doesn't he? <laughs> Coming uh, up to bat now is Lou Jacobs. <laughs> but he was a type of clown that you would probably never see now. Because he used prosthetics to lengthen his face. Oh. That's something that that's something that uh, doesn't get done because a lot of people find that scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But he used he had like a prosthetic at the top of his head that lengthened. So he had he was a clown with like a long thin face. If if you see the picture of him, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, we'd probably recognize. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Are you looking at a picture of him? Aha. Uh-huh. You recognize him? <laughs> Let me see. I do. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's him. Yeah, I do recognize that guy. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys have any, like, clown questions for me? I, I was, I mean, I know you guys have known me for, uh, Marcy's known me my whole life, and mm-hmm. Adam has been 15 years, but is there anything that you don't know? Um, well, <laughs> it'd be interesting. Um, you mentioned you mentioned that kid who was horrified of you, uh-huh. um, but <laughs> what are, like, what's a, what's a good one that you remember? Like, is there any kid who... Who came up to you and your dad, or um, had a really like awesome yeah experience? I had a few fun clown experiences <coughs> when I was a kid. I think 
the events that we did were at the hospital. It was very rare that we were approached by children. Just because the events were mostly adult-attended events, a lot of them were for cancer patients or, you know, we did diabetes events and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There weren't a whole lot of kids. But there was this one time, I, whenever I'm a clown, I don't talk very much. I'm very quiet. I'm very quiet. I'm not silent quite, but I don't say a whole lot. Because when you become a clown, and this is true, when you become a clown, you become the true version. It's like you get turned inside out. That's what a clown is. It's like a person inside out, but not in a terrifying way, except to some people. But uh, that's what it is. Your true personality really comes forward. I am truly a very introverted, socially awkward person. I, I talk a lot uh, to my friends and on this podcast, but if I didn't have to talk, boy, I probably never would. Um, <laughs> and so that's what I'm like when I'm a clown. These, my sister Rachel was with us at the time, and she told these kids that I couldn't speak because they were, they were wondering why I wasn't saying anything. Oh. And they were fascinated by me. They thought I was like a mime. <laughs> and they, they followed me around, you know, and I... You know, they'd be like, why can't you, why can't you talk? What happened? You know, like they were, they were so concerned. And finally it was the very end of the day and they found me again. I was like walking out and they were asking me again. And I looked at them and I said, I can talk. Of course I can talk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they, I mean, they freaked out. They lost their minds. And I I just... (laughs) Like I, they all, they ran away. You know, they're all like six or seven. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, they ran away, and they're like, "We the 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 mime clown talked to us." You know, wow. it's like I'm not a mime, but it's, it's, <laughs> that is like the the longest build up to a punchline <laughs> for the for the whole night. You know, you had this joke going the entire time, and then <laughs> boom, they blew their minds. Yeah, I would make police officers laugh a lot police officers that were watching the event i would go up and ask him for i would ask him for the details on what was going on oh was uh so uh what, what's it looking like today you know how's it <laughs> like a you know a 10 year old clown <laughs> that's great um so kick out of it. yeah you guys any anything else <laughs> any other questions you guys have for, um, for our April Fools, I probably can never talk about this again. So, <laughs> do you do you think, or I suppose, do you have a preference or reasons why you might prefer being a sad clown over or over trying to be a happy clown? Yeah, I wanted to be a sad clown because my dad was a sad clown, and I wanted to be just like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember people asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up sometimes, and I would say, "Oh, well, I have a few ideas, but if they don't work out, I'll be a sad clown." You know. <laughs> I thought it was a viable career. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't know about this scary clown business. I, you know what, I'd heard of it, but it wasn't, it was so not a thing in my house that mm-hmm. I didn't. But yeah, it was because of my dad and because of Emmett Kelly. You know, he was a big deal. And also because I thought that if I was a happy clown, I would get more attention. Mm. And <laughs> that. Don't want that. Yes. No. And that people would expect me to be funnier. Mm. I see. And I don't know why I thought that. I guess just, it, it, that's so weird, because sad humor is so different. Self-deprecating humor is more in my wheelhouse. I can totally understand that. You know, when you te- if you tell people you're a stand-up comedian, they, oh, tell me a joke. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's exactly mm-hmm. what they did in Finding Nemo. Yeah. Where, that scene in Finding Nemo, my yeah. dad could not handle how <laughs> real that scene <laughs> When he's like, oh, you're a clownfish, huh? Tell wow. us something funny. Oh, my God. Because yeah. <laughs> my dad is also a very shy, introverted person. But he, on the inside, has so much to say. So when he puts on his clown makeup, he is more extroverted than anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of gets into character and he's able to, to yeah. turn it on, which is really cool. Yeah. I've when- only seen him do it a few times, but every time it's always, it's it's always like really a, cool. He's like a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I remember when we were kids and in grade school, we did a play. <laughs> um, yeah. Cassettes. It was a very funny, hilarious play. It was Uh-oh. fantastic. Our it's teachers called the heist. loved it. Oh. And Robin played this uh, lovely character that um, got hurt all the time, basically. I, I wrote the play. <laughs> she did. She did write that. It was very well done. Um, I don't know about for that. For a... I can probably find it, Was it, it though. seventh grade? Was what grade were we? It was in? seventh grade. Seventh grade? I thought yeah. it was seventh. Yeah. For for seventh grade, it was pretty advanced. I th- I'd say it was pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, to continue, Robin uh, did a lot of like Pratt falls and, and oh, yeah. like um, mm-hmm. things making it look like she actually got hurt when she, you know, obviously here, she didn't actually hurt herself. Here is the premise herself. of the play. We, st- we stole the Hope Diamond oh. from the Natural Museum yes. of History. A national, is that what the museum is in? Yeah, it's in, in the Smithsonian. Smithsonian, Smithsonian. Yeah. yeah. So we stole the Hope Diamond and there's a curse. Uh, connected to the Hope Diamond, right? So mm-hmm. if you steal it, uh, bad things will happen to you. And uh, at the beginning of the play, I w- I played the comic relief character. We had, we yes. all had right. It, it's a heist movie, so there's the leader, you know the mm-hmm. uh, the one with the plan. The, yeah, you've got the bad boy. We had like you know <laughs> yep. uh, the, the nerdy bad, one. Yeah, the nerdy one. That was Marcy. That was me. Um, and then you had yeah. like the comic relief character. Marcy thinks we shouldn't do it. Yes. Because Marcy's like, this is such a bad idea because we're going to get cursed and it's going to be really hard to steal the, the diamond. And the leader, she was like, you know, no, we should go and do it. Yeah, It'll be fine. Like, Screw it. Whatever. It's worth so there's, much. There's yeah. no way there's an actual curse on it. Mm-hmm. So we steal the diamond and nothing happens. Everything's fine. Except to me. <laughs> Every piece of bad luck that could have possibly happened happens to my character. And so there's a meeting at some point in the play where we're all, they're all, we're all meeting up to like see what we should do next. And they're like, yeah, nothing's happened. Everything's fine. And I come in. I'm on crutches. and oh. like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, it's, Yeah, it's pretty great. So the reason I brought that up is that I, I wanted to ask... Did you learn that from your dad? Did your dad used to do that a lot? Because I don't think he does that so much anymore. But yeah. did he do that? And is that how you? He learned? had a clown rat, clown act, mm-hmm. and I watched it every I think Wednesday night. My uncle Steve came over and practiced his clowning with my dad. To him, it would be like his version of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So this is to us is like something that we really love to do, and it's really fun, and we do it once a week, and that's kind of what clowning was to my dad when he had five children and then later six (laughs) um he needed some way to entertain yeah (laughs) so we all went downstairs and watched them practice and uh he did a lot of pratfalls they hit each other in the butt with the broom my dad Mm -hmm. sweeps Mm -hmm. just like emmett kelly he sweeps every time uh he's on the stage it's part of his act (laughs) that's what he always says when in doubt hit me in the butt with the broom that's what uncle steve always tells him (laughs) if we're not getting enough laughs do that oh 
he's gonna get mad at me. I'm like spilling his secrets. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cut that part. Cut, cut it. <laughs> I watched um, other people do it, and also I went to um, Clown Town when I was 12, mm. and I learned how to do Clown Town was in Newark, Ohio, and it was how it was a place you could go to learn about being a clown. Oh. Yeah, and how to do things like that. Nice. Awesome. So. All right. So I think, I mean, that's probably pretty good for now. Yeah. yeah do you guys have any last, minute, any last minute questions or things uh-huh. you'd like to say about clowns? Or um, I would say give them another shot. Stop watching all <laughs> yeah. the scary stuff. And watch the scary stuff, too. But just remember that yeah. most clowns don't want that to happen. Yeah. They're, Maybe. they're actual people. You know, yeah. it's their job. They probably really like doing it. Like some people, dad. yeah, some people probably do it because they're trying to make money. That's a trope that, you know, people will, in TV shows, it's like, oh, I don't have any money. I better be a, I have to become a, you know, clown for children. That's not a thing. No. I don't, I mean, maybe it is. Where they're but... in like a, where they just put it on and they're in like, they drive the van that has yep. all the goofy stuff yes. attached to it. <laughs> yeah, that is most certainly not, I mean, that's not what my dad does, mm-hmm. at least. So mm-hmm. he does it, you know. He volunteers. Um, I don't. I don't live in the circus. People thought I lived in the circus when I was a kid. That's not true. You know. Again, and like I was telling you guys, you have to buy the shoes. You're not born with them. <laughs> so <laughs> those are a couple of things. Oh. <laughs> but I think that was that was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Robin, awesome. for for dispelling nope. some yeah. nope. knowledge on us. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this is another briefcase closed. Yeah. Yes, thanks, it guys, is. for listening. We'll see you. Thank ya. you. Yeah. See you on down the road. Uh.